Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this evening. This is Braving the Night. My name is Jake Atwood. I'll be your host. And I want to thank you for joining the show. If this is your first time listening, just want to let you know that we air every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And what exactly is Braving the Night? It's just a laid-back evening show where we hop into the Bible, talk about music a little bit, and just kind of see where the uh, Spirit leads us for the night. I like to take a little bit of time to get ready for the show. I like to go into the Bible, you know, read a scripture and see what the Holy Spirit reveals. And uh, other times I just uh, hop into the show and see where we go. But tonight I did a little bit of study. Not too much, but just a little bit. I kept feeling the word investigate pop up, you know. And uh, I kept thinking of matters of the heart, you know, matters of thoughts and matters of the inside realm of our life, you know, the hidden parts of our life, the, the part of our soul, you know, the areas of our spirit, and uh, that word search and investigate kept popping up, and uh, kind of in the sense of taking inventory or searching or seeking, and uh, after a while, uh, I just kind of prayed on it, and I felt like the Lord led me to this scripture that we'll hop into tonight, which is going to be Proverbs 25, 2. And the NIV Bible actually says, uh, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search a matter is the glory of kings. The Young's literal translation says it this way. It says, The honor of God is to hide a thing and the honor of kings to search out a matter and I like that and I was looking up that uh, word glory you know and in this instance uh, it says that glory and honor are interchangeable and that it's uh, the same word is actually used uh, for glory and honor and I don't know if that is true uh, all across the Bible for glory and honor but I know in this instance uh, some of the stuff I was reading said that and so you know that's what I liked uh, the the honor version of things you know the honor of God is to hide a thing and the honor of kings to search out a matter and uh, it reminded me of a quote that I once heard I think uh, it might have been Bill Johnson um, it could have been him or, or another pastor but uh he was talking about something along the lines of that and he says um, God isn't hiding things from you but rather hiding things for you and uh, paraphrasing that I, I think he said it very similar to that but he said he's not hiding truth from you he's hiding truth for you that's powerful if you think about that because how, how many times in your life have you thought man I just uh, you know I just feel like God is hiding this or keeping this from me you know and you, you're praying or you're seeking God and you you keep feeling pulled and stretched and you know like there's there's this distance between you and uh, what you're you're seeking for and and you get to that place where you're like, man, I really feel like uh, God is 
is hiding this or keeping this from me. And uh, who's to say that he isn't, right? I'm, I can't, you know, in this instance, speak for God. But but uh, wouldn't you say it's true, though, that, that God could be uh, wanting to reveal this uh, truth to you or this revelation to you? And that it's, it's that he's not, that he's hiding it from you, but rather hiding it for you. Think of it this way. You know, when you go and you get presents for your children for their birthday or for a Christmas or for a holiday or um, whatever it may be, right? Or, or it, maybe it's not your kids. Maybe it's just a friend. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a loved one. Uh, maybe it's a coworker. But what, what makes a surprise a surprise? Is it a surprise because you told them every detail ahead of time uh, before you were going to give them that gift? Or is it a surprise because you took the time and the care to think it through and there was an anticipation that was building up inside of you knowing this treasure, this gift that you were about to share with this person that you cared about? And what if that person came to you and said, you know, um, I caught wind that you had something for me and, uh, you know, I just, I feel like you're keeping it from me. And, you know, I know my birthday is a week away, but, uh, you know, I, I, I was telling you that, uh, you know, I wanted this, this new watch. And, uh, you know, I heard through the grapevine that uh, you've been looking at watches and I'm just, I'm really frustrated with you because, you know, you didn't tell me where you went and, you know, the fact that, uh, the fact that you're getting me a watch, I mean, you should have kept me in the loop about that, right? And, and, uh, and when you think about that, uh, wasn't that silly that, that, that you, you would, you know, you know, nobody is doing that. Who does that, right? Where you, you're going to go to that person and do that, but, but rather the giver is the one with the anticipation knowing that they're creating this moment in time where they're going to have this gift for this person that they care about. And they've thought about the needs and the hopes, the desires of that person that they're giving this gift to. And they've taken delicate measures to make sure that they've concealed it from them for that purpose and that time that's appropriate to reveal to them the very gift that they're holding on to. And with God, there are things that He keeps from us because He is God. Because He is the Creator and He has every right to do that. But then there's times when we see God as our Father, a loving, kind, gracious Father that wants to reveal in His perfect timing His love to us. There's times that we fall short and we spoil those moments you know, because our timing isn't His. We don't have the capacity to see what He sees. 
And it's, it, it's difficult at times to, to realize what God is doing. And you know, even if you're going through circumstances that are not comfortable, God is still timing out the gift that He has for you. And He doesn't always let us know when He's giving it to us, what it is. Sometimes we receive from Him and we don't know why we received. Oftentimes we can receive a gift from God that looks nothing like anything that we would have asked for. It can, it can be unpackaged in a way that we recognize. It can be given to us in a manner that doesn't make much sense. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search a matter is the glory of kings. And I've heard this scripture talked about in the political realm where if you take the office of a king, you see that they... You know, they hold a responsibility to govern the nation or nations, whatever their jurisdiction is for their realm, for their kingdom. But I think that we can look at this also in a way where we can draw from it the wisdom of understanding that God in His greatness, in His glory, and in His honor Concealing a matter is like gravity pulling us into wanting to know more of him and what he's doing. And that in order for us to capture that revelation that he has for us, we're going to have to seek him out. One of the many reasons he gave the church and the individuals who follow Jesus, his Holy Spirit, to lead us into all truth Apart from him, you know, we, we're not going to have revelation. We're not going to see truth. We're going to be blinded. And Jesus is the, you know, the king of kings. And we are ambassadors of Christ. And we might not be on a government level considered kings, but we are ambassadors of Christ and we represent his kingdom. And I believe whether you're a male or a female here listening to this show, that this scripture is for you. To search a matter, to seek for truth. In the first part of that scripture, you know, we realize that God has all truth and all knowledge. We realize the second part of the scripture is that we're falling short somewhere and we have to seek. We have to knock. We have to ask. Maybe you're listening tonight and you've been, uh, you've been lost for a while. Maybe you've been frustrated. You know, God has been doing things and you're, you're having trouble recognizing what it is that he's doing and that can be frustrating but you know 
I think that's one of the things that we can take a hold of in our life is that frustration that we get when we, you know, don't understand all that's that's happening. I think we can take that and we can make a decision and go, you know, God, am I going to wallow in this frustration or am I going to grab a hold of something higher and, you know, use this as an opportunity to to learn patience and, and to learn the value of uh, seeking you and the value of wise counsel. And, you know, what do, what do kings do uh, when they are looking for an answer? What does the Bible say? It says, says that a king will seek a multitude of wise counsel, you know, in making a decision that gover- governments and kingdoms rise and fall. And, you know, we could take this into the, um, from the macro to the micro and, you know, our individual decisions in our life. They really do rise and fall on wise counsel. They really do rise and fall if they're based on truth or lies. And, you know, we do get frustrated when we don't necessarily know what's going on. But, you know, I want to encourage you tonight, if you're listening to the show and you're in one of those seasons of your life where, you know, you're seeking God and um, or maybe you're not seeking God, but you know that uh, you know that there's an answer that you're looking for. Maybe it's not that you're asking for anything. Maybe this isn't maybe this isn't just one of those things where you're just praying to God and going, you know, I need this or I need that that thing or whatever, but maybe you are genuinely seeking truth and you're looking for an answer to a problem. You're trying to solve a problem. It could be a problem in your life. It could be a problem in someone else's life. Regardless, It's a matter to seek out God and find His truth. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him and He will make your paths straight or direct your paths. I'm going to go in, I'm going to hold on to that scripture and look, I'm kind of rapid fire shooting scriptures at you all tonight, but this is going to be good when I tie this together, okay? I was reading in a commentary by people that are a lot smarter than myself. And it said, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, right? For the more we search into the mysteries of nature or revelation, the more do we discover depths of which we had no idea before. God has so ordered things that man may not presume to measure himself with his maker, but may recognize his own insignificance. And in that we start to realize that the more that we come to know God, the more that we don't know God. And I'm not saying that that leaves us in a place of emptiness or hopelessness because what we do know about God is life and life more abundantly and hope and joy and love and faith. There's so much treasure that he left in his Bible for us to to draw from and to search out. But we do realize that once we begin to search for God, we realize the depth and the magnitude of what we don't know about God. And like I said, it's like gravity. It draws us into Him to, to, to desire more of who He is, to uh, 
to draw closer to him. But there comes a point where we go, you know, God, there's so much of you that I don't understand that I'm just going to lean on you with all my heart. And it's not going to be in my own understanding. But I'm going to say to this, I'm going to say this to you, Lord, that in all my ways, I will submit to you. And then God says, because you're willing to do that, I'll make your path straight. Or I'll direct your path. God knows that there's only so much peripheral that we have when we try to grasp his greatness and his glory. God realized that there's only so much vision and capacity that we have to grab a hold of who he is that he says there's just going to be times where you're just not going to understand but if you'll lean on me with all your heart if if you'll just trust me he says he says trust me with what you already know I'm not going to leave you there, but I'm going to make your path straight. I'm going to open up opportunity for you. I'm going to direct your paths. Why? Because God created your life with a purpose, and he's not going to let your purpose fall flat. And he knew going into it that you wouldn't always be able to see all the pieces of the puzzle. He sees them, friends, and he's, he's, he's far ahead of us. But that shouldn't leave us hopeless. That shouldn't leave you hopeless tonight. That should encourage you. That a God that is so big brought his son to the earth, Jesus, to get as close to us as possible. So much so that when his son died and was taken back to the Father, he said, I'm going to leave my Holy Spirit that will dwell inside of you. So we it's it's amazing. We see this God that... that uh, this God of the universe that dwelt in heaven, right? We hear the term, our heavenly father. He sends his only begotten son, his one and only son to earth to walk next to you and I, who then lives a life and dies and is resurrected, who now sits at the right hand of God the father. But what did he do? He sent his Holy Spirit to come dwell inside of you and I, and then he gave us the Holy Bible, the scriptures. And what else did he give us? He gave us the church. People to walk alongside with, to figure this out with, to do life with. To go be salt and light to people who have no clue who this God is. The honor of God is to hide a thing and the honor of kings to search out a matter. What is it that you're searching for tonight? Are you far from God and you're searching for God? You're trying to find truth? Are you honestly trying to find truth? Do you already know God? Have you already walked with Him and Your head is all mixed up. You're, you've been wounded. You're disillusioned. You're hearing a lot of different uh, 
thought processes on who this Jesus is. I want I want all of those things to to be thrown into into this prayer tonight. And if you're listening and you need prayer, I want you to just open your heart and allow God to begin to reveal to you who he is and give him a chance. You know, God, I just pray right now for anyone that's listening, anyone that's searching for you who's lost, anyone that knows you but is confused. Would you do something special in their life this evening? Maybe maybe when they head back out tomorrow into their to their life and to what they're they're gonna do, Lord, would you uh would you have what we call a divine appointment set up for them? Would you make it hard for them to run away from you, God? Would you go before them, Lord? Would you go ahead of them that they might turn the corner and run right into you? In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I know that was a short and simple prayer, but you know what? Sometimes the best thing that we need is just to run into God. And if you're really if you're really seeking for truth, you will run into him. Guarantee it. And it's going to take time. It's a process. We're watching some of the smartest, most intelligent men in the world right now and women who have wrestled with God for years that uh, for whatever reason are starting to come to the conclusion that uh, that he is real and beyond just the name God that they're running into the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob Yahweh that they are beginning to see the reality of who his son Jesus is that this God isn't just ethereal and that there's not many ways to God. There is one way to the God that no man may come to the Father but through Christ. But we're starting to see many, many, many intelligent people who, you know, have have wrestled with the idea of God and have wrestled different theological ideas and philosophies and starting to realize that uh, they're coming to the conclusion that on this hunt for truth that God is is real and they are um, it's they're it's like running around a corner and then running right into God and they're like my goodness all of a sudden he's there and if you're really in pursuit of truth and that happens you'll be willing to let your pride down and admit that he is real you know, the, the worst thing to happen is when you run into God and you, and you come to that conclusion, but you're not going to let your pride down because, you know, the people around you, you know, they're going to, you think they're going to make fun of you or they're going to denounce you or you're going to be kicked out of your social status. 
you know, that might be the best thing that could happen to you, honestly. And I'll end it on this, folks. Delirious has a song called Investigate. And uh, I don't know if it's based on uh, Psalms 1, uh, what is it, 139, uh, 23, and 24. But King David wrote a psalm and he said, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offense in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Delirious's uh, lyrics in their song Investigate say, Investigate my life and make me clean. Shine upon the darkest place in me. To you my life's an open book, so turn the page and take a look. Upon the life you've made, always my days I'll praise. And on that note, friend, if you're willing to investigate God, you can in allowing Him to investigate you, you will find a beautiful relationship right at the crossroads of your life. That relationship is founded on Jesus. Well, friends, I want to thank you for tuning in. You can listen to the show every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Give us a like on Facebook at Braving the Night Podcast. Until next time.